Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. This is season three, episode 14, Leading Leaders. What are some of the ups and downs, but really more importantly, what are the real challenges of leading leaders? Let's talk about it. Hey, greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 14. We're talking about leading leaders. Now, leading leaders uh, is an exciting opportunity, but it also can pose as a serious problem. But as Brian Tracy has stated... That, you know, there are really three ways of how you look at a problem, right? Three ways of how you look at a problem. Number one, he says, you look at it, the situation. Look at it as a situation. What is the situation? You know, the situation you assess, what it is and what it isn't, what it could be, what you want it to be. You know, it's what's the situation. Secondly, is he says... Look at it as a challenge. Look at a problem as a challenge, right? Um, You know, what are some of the the challenges? You know, what are you going to be faced with? What are the adversities you're going to be faced with? He said, but the third and best way to look at a problem is to look at it as an opportunity. What is the opportunity? Many of us don't look at problems as opportunities. We look at them as, you know, somewhat like challenges, more like challenges, uh, and never really truly assess what the situation really is. But hardly enough do we ever look at a problem like an opportunity. One of the teachings, uh, one of the trainings that I do in one of the trainings that I do, we're talking about the, you know, uh, positive thinking, right? And uh, we talk about the power of not yet. <laughs> the power of not yet. Not yet does not mean no, right? Many people look at not yet like, oh man, it's not going to happen, right? But not yet simply means it hasn't happened yet, which also means it's on its way which also means that there's still an opportunity. So the power of not yet is absolutely critical in a teaching positive thinking when you're dealing with people who uh, cannot handle rejection or are afraid or have a phobia of the word no. And even using the word no as an acronym. Like I said, I love acronyms. Um, I use them to not change a person's dictionary, uh, you know, but to expand their vocabulary, right? Um, Is that uh, the no simply means a new opportunity or the next opportunity. So leading leaders um, can pose a problem or, you know, What is the situation? What's the challenge? Where is the opportunity? Well, there are six things that, um, six opportunities, (laughs) right? Um, That, or, you know, that, that, that will challenge 
leaders who are leading leaders. Because when you're looking at the the, the state of the workforce, which is uh, beginning to improve, but um, roughly around 55,000 baby boomers, right, have been retiring um, over a month's time every month. But some of them now are beginning to look at, based on a recent survey, coming back to work. And, you know, some of these guys that are, uh, you know, and I'm not talking about guys as men, but I'm talking about baby boomers, which is, you know, men and women, you know, w- whatever you choose, um, are coming back to work or, you know, may have, uh, have not tapped into their 401ks or their retirement benefits. And so, which means that they potentially will come back to work. So, um, you know, what does this what kind of an opportunity, you know, what, what kind of a situation or challenge will this pose for these new leaders, right, who've been put into this, these leadership positions? Because, see, you've got to keep in mind, new leaders have a different mindset than old leaders. In fact, if your organization has a leadership development program, you cannot expect for them to be successful in 2022 based on a leadership model from a time that no longer exists, right? So you're just going to create more (laughs) problems or situations or challenges or really opportunities (laughs) for yourself. But many of us are not going to look at it as an opportunity. We're going to look at it as a problem. But when you look at a problem, Every problem, if you look at it from a mathematical standpoint, has a solution. If it does not have a solution, it is not a problem, (laughs) right? So every problem mathematically has a solution. You're either going to add something or you're going to subtract something, right? So if a person is overweight, depending on what kind of weight that they have, they're either going to add exercise or subtract calories, right? Um, underweight, they're going to, they're going to add some calories, right? And, and, and of course, you know, they may subtract some, uh, some calorie burning exercises. So it really depends, but it's math. It's really math. So if it's a problem, you look at it mathematically, it has a solution. So there are six opportunities, um, for leaders in leading in this day and time for leading leaders in this day and time. Number one, there is ego. There is ego. That ego, right, uh, when you're leading leaders, that can really get in the way and it can absolutely create conflict. It can absolutely create conflict. But conflict, you know, there's a positive conflict and then there's there's negative conflict. See, conflict is good. Um, Why? Because it gives you an opportunity to see the weaknesses and the strengths of your team and even your leadership style, right? A person who is a boxer or a fighter um, can never know that they are a champion if they never have a competitor or a conflict to be in to prove their training, their knowledge, right? Their wisdom, their know-how, their boxing techniques, So conflict is good to study where you're strong and where you're weak. 
So conflict will come from ego. Then you, you have experience. See, many of the, much of the ego will come from the experience. You have some of those, when you're leading leaders, right? There's, a, there's um, this ego that comes about from a younger person leading an older person. The older person, number one, is looking at number one. Hey, look, I'm older than you. <laughs> then number two, uh, I've been with this company longer than you. So I have more uh, rapport with uh, the customers, even with the uh, distribution of, of the supply chain, right? I, you know, they may look at themselves as having better rapport with that. They got a better rapport with their peers, um, with even those in management. Depending on how old they actually are, they probably have seen, you know, some of the managers or the leaders that are there you know, owning the company, uh, come up, right? Or see how they was reared, how they took took over the company. So again, have to keep that in mind. Then also there are those who may have just been on the job longer than you, are not necessarily older than you, but have been on the job longer than you, and they have more experience at a job, right? So that itself can also uh, pose a, uh, you know, a, create a situation, a challenge, and an opportunity. Then there's, of course, as we alluded to it a little with experience and ego, there's the age difference, right? So, uh, and, and with the age, you know, difference, um, how things used to happen in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, you know, don't necessarily happen in the 2000s and going into, you know, the 20, the 20s, you know, in the 2000s here. And so therefore, you know, that age difference. Uh, and then there's a gender, you know, difference, um, how men and women react to one another, respond to one another. Um, it, it cannot be the same thing. And in fact, with this gender, you're going into now, uh, you know, HR policies, you're going into um, what is called equity and inclusion because now you have the lettered community, right? Who transgender females, transgender males. You have he, him, she, her, they, them, like, right? A lot of pronouns that must be respected because these are these, you know, these are their, um, uh, th- this is how they identify. And so therefore, you know, it must be respected. If they identify as X, Y, and Z, then we treat them accordingly as X, Y, and Z, right? Because that's just what it is. Then you also have, uh, you know, the relationships that you may have or have not built with, um, you know, your peers, with those that you're going to be leading, right? Uh, you know, you, that, this is why you must be careful with the people, um, how you treat them because you never know what position a person will end up being in uh, when they come into an organization, right? So building relationships, which means staying out of the toxic, uh, staying out of the toxic pool, right? There are some people that can function very well in a toxic environment. There are some creatures who function in uh, certain uh, areas in volcanoes where it's 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 so acidic, right? 
to where it's actually poisonous and it's toxinous, but there are some microscopic, you know, creatures that are there that are living and thrive there. So, you know, you may see these things and think that if they can live there, if they can function, if they can thrive there, so can I. Some, you know, some people cannot function in a toxic environment. A toxic environment is not really good for anyone. Okay. So, uh, you gotta look at your relationships. And then the sixth, uh, situation or challenge or opportunity that leaders who are leading leaders will have is communication, whether it's a breakdown in communication, whether it's a communication challenge, right? I learned something from uh, a speaker by the name of Robin Hatcher, who said that there are three ways that people really listen, right? And a part of communicating is you got to listen. <laughs> so she said there are three ways that people listen. Number one, people listen to fix a problem. People, then number two, they listen to win the argument. She said number three, which is the rare, the rarest one or the rarest reason why people listen, you know, or way people listen is to listen to learn. You know, many people don't listen to learn. We listen to fix whatever the person is talking about or win the argument, but rarely do we listen to learn. So again, those six opportunities are there for new leaders or leaders who are leading leaders. Now, here's the other thing. If you are able to strategically navigate through these six opportunities and find the opportunity. See, what's the difference between a positive person and a negative person? A negative person can have an opportunity, but only see a problem. A positive person can have a problem and see the opportunity. So looking at this, right, is uh, where is the opportunity found in these six challenges, these six situations. Well, what happens is you begin to break the code, C-O-D-E, the code, right? If you can successfully find a way to navigate through these six opportunities or find the opportunities in these six challenges, these six situations, you will break the code, C-O-D-E, which means that you will now have gained credibility. You now understand the opportunities. People will see you as dependable and you will gain more exposure as a leader. And in doing that, you will be breaking the code. You will be breaking the code. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember that leadership is influence and service. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast Season 3 episode 14 leading leaders and we talked about the six opportunities that are found in leading leaders where you can break the code c-o-d-e 
If you would like to know more about what JM Leadership Development is all about or how we can help your organization to fill or build your leadership bench, please do not hesitate to reach out at 828-333-7234 or you can send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.